Men, this is a reclamation project. Manhood in the West is broken in our homes, in our cultural institutions, in the church. Real men have gone missing. We're here, a Protestant and a Catholic, to confront that reality with the wisdom and truth of our respective faith traditions. Join us as we move from mediocrity to mastery, from apathy to action, from failure to freedom. Join us as we seek manhood restored. Welcome back, Mighty Men of Valor. <laughs> we have a bonus uh, interview here at the 2023 Northwest Men's Conference, um, and we get to hear a little bit about the history of this conference. This is um, um, Bob Paulus with us. Bob, welcome. Thank you. And he was uh, a, a, in the second year of the start of this conference. That's correct. So you've been around... Uh, all these years. How many years running is this? Is this? This is our twelfth conference. Twelfth year. Okay, great. Well, we were just hoping to hear a little bit about the back, the backstory, the the background of of um, this men's conference because it's you know so many guys here now. I don't know what the number is today. Do you did you know that? Uh, we're around two hundred and thirty. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, when you get, anytime you get that many guys in one one place excited about their faith. Um, good things are going to happen. It's good when you have two men together excited about their faith. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. We got three here too. So. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for joining us here um, kind of as an aside and, and a bonus. Um, so maybe tell us in those early years, if you, if you can recollect, um, you just mentioned a name here a little bit ago before we started recording, but um, when this first got off the ground, what was the hopes of the original uh, founders and, and, um, what it was called and all that good stuff. Well, the original founder was uh, Kevin Musser, and he was a, a youth minister at uh, St. Michael's Catholic Church in Fort Lauderdale, Ohio, and uh, kind of had this brainchild of um, men's groups coming together, uh, men coming together to celebrate our faith and trust in the Lord and to help one another grow in that walk. It's a tough walk <laughs> in this world, maybe, maybe tougher today in these darkened days than ever before. <laughs> Although the great news about the darkness is that the light of Christ shines ever more brightly. Yeah. But Kevin, um, just a super heart for the Lord and a heart for other men, a heart for families, and uh, put the conference together um, along with a gentleman named Jeff Borchers. And uh, I Actually, I'm drawing a blank on some of those early early men, but they invited me to uh, speak in the second year and also to sit on their conference, uh, the steering committee. Yeah. So um, I, I did that, and I've been involved ever since. So uh, the hopes and dreams are really just to further the gospel message, um, you know, the great news, the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ and yeah. our opportunity for salvation through him. And um, we, I think, collectively see a great need in the world for uh, the mentoring, maybe especially of, of young families, young fathers, mm. um, to, to see that witness uh, that this is not something to be embarrassed about. Um, it's absolutely necessary for a whole and complete life. Yeah, and so early on it was it was called something different. It was the Fort Lormie Men's Conference, and it was held um, at a hall, a parish hall, um, uh, and, and 
for some years. <laughs> it's interesting. I think the first year they said there was about 25 oh, men really? there, maybe including, <laughs> including the committee members. <laughs> and uh, the second year, I think when I spoke, there might have been 60 men, maybe. Okay. And again, including the committee. Um, wow, and, it's grown then. Yeah, so so we've, we've got to the point um, where we're, we're hosting in the um, mid-200s to – I think our peak year might have been close to 300. Yeah, that's great. I mean, there's there's got to mm. be a lot of for, uh, fruit that comes by way of that. And Ben, I don't know, like in some of the conferences you've been a part of, like what would you say a lot of these Christian men conferences are, are about and what's the importance yeah. of them? Um, I'm trying to think how many men's conferences I've been. Oh, it just seems like, right? like this weekend uh, is a women's conference. And every <laughs> year we, ha- we have one at our church and then we have one at our conference, main conference area. And it's like... Uh, that's what they have, but we we don't men, have many men. men's conferences in there, you know, just to be like, hey, let's get men around together. Yeah. Then. Well, well, just to comment on on that, thank God, post World War II, the women of America picked up that mantle, right? Mm. Because men, you guys know, I know, we're called to be spiritual leaders in the home, but how much of America understands that, yeah. and how much of a reality has that been in most of our lives? Mm. But women really picked up that mantle, mm. and they became spiritual leaders in the home, and and the, and they kept things going, and and uh, grateful for the women, grateful mm. for the women's conferences. Yeah. yeah, amen. And and I'm grateful, honestly, for the men's conferences in the Catholic realm because that's part of my formation as a kid. You know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I had my my dad and his brothers taking us down to Cincinnati, the Cintas Center, and I remember Lou Holtz and. Mm. Um, some bit, pretty big names. There was a Jeremiah Denton who was a POW. I don't know. Do you ever, Bob? Do you ever go down to any of those? Quite a few. The, Did you? the second one was um, still a very small conference, about 500 men. Okay. And I'll tell you a quick story about Lou Holtz. So yeah. m- my mother grew up in Cincinnati, and then uh, sub- subsequently later on Dayton, Ohio. And um, she was a friend of Lou Holtz's sister. My oh, wow. mother went to um, what is today Shamana Juliana Combined Christian. Boys and Girls School, but at the time it was separated. She was on the Julian level. And um, uh, she had gotten into an argument in the eighth grade with Lou Holtz, and Lou Holtz had kicked her. <laughs> so all I wanted to do, I'd never met the man, but but after the conference, since it was just 500 people and everybody wanted to hit one of the different speakers, um, I stood in line to talk to Lou. Finally got up to him after about seven or eight men, and I said, I just wanted to introduce myself. My name is Bob Paulus. I said, but I, I got a story to tell you that my mom asked me if I ever got a chance to meet you to relate. And I related the story, and without mentioning my mother's name, yeah. he knew who she was. Oh, no way. Yeah, he says, your mom was was Rosemary Herbon. I said, you're absolutely right. Wow, that's, that's a cool. great story. <laughs> well, and he's got that deep, husky voice. Oh, man, know? yeah, great coach. Um, and it, so big names, right? I remember some big names and can you talk over the course of this 12 years, like what this men's conference in, in our smaller region has had the fortune of, of hearing, do you might have some highlights that you recall over the years? Uh, I, I do. Um, our focus has not been big names early on. We talked about it and we, we looked at the expense and, mm. and sometimes to get a big name speaker, several thousand dollars. Yes. And that was really kind of beyond our means. And it wasn't really what we were after. Again, we were after building the local church community mm-hmm. up. And so we wanted to hear stories of local guys. And so pretty much um, that's what we focused on. Um, we've u- utilized a lot of clergy over the years, um, people in authoritative positions in our local church. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the most memorable stories was a young man. I, I can't even tell you his name any longer. 
but he had been through an industrial accident and lost both his arms yeah. and had such a powerful conversion of witness story. And, and, uh, I think you, both were probably out there during that last speaker. He yeah. was so enthusiastic, I right? Yeah. I didn't know him from Adam. <laughs> and um, we've had so many of those uh, men come up, and, and invariably in our, our um, uh, surveys, the feedback we get is we love the local guys. Huh. You know, we, I think just the men can connect with them, right? Yeah. You know, they we you know see them at local sporting events. We see them at our local church functions and you can kind of see them as a real person absolutely right? <laughs> as opposed yeah, to like I, yeah, that's a great great uh <laughs> understanding there yes thank you yeah and maybe you know uh, that's in terms of model i think what what they have going on ben is great because they you know you guys do bring in a name that carries some weight but then you also incorporate a local pastor priest who who might give us a perspective and then a, a witness that's exactly what you're calling it now this guy comes in and says just here's my testimony yeah and that can be powerful and who knows between the three they can they can hit the, yeah. the mark for somebody. Right. And everybody's going to maybe be touched by a different story and everybody yeah. might be at a different place in their spiritual life. Maybe somebody needs that in-depth theology that that priest is going to mm-hmm. hit on. Um, and maybe for that, for some that might, that might be a little dry or, or over their head or not meeting their need. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that we provide an opportunity again for, uh, to hear some great messages from a variety of sources. And we, Try to provide an environment that's a little nicer than your average men's conference. We have a banquet-style mm-hmm. meal. Um, we have a very nice continental breakfast, and we have we have quite a few giveaways, and we do it all at a really affordable price. Yeah, yeah heck yeah! I mean, that's a that's an easy formula, right? Just put some food out. Oh, the guys food's excellent. Show. Yeah, the guys will show up. Yeah, this was yeah, yeah, this was a donuts. What, 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 I, I don't I, think I saw any flowers though. Did you have any flowers? <laughs> Just the decorations. Yeah, any decorations? Not a lot all? of decorations for a men's conference. Nobody's complaining this surveys, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I, we also used the men's men's restroom, which was actually the women's. I found out when I walked oh, no in. Yeah. Yeah. You have dedicated both of them for nice. it. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is different. The, <laughs> the women's restrooms are always nicer than the guys. It's just <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Generally, well, generally, generally cleaner. <laughs> yeah, well, women's conferences, I think, generally they want you, I'm going to paraphrase, and I, and I can be wrong, but they want you to feel good and warm and fuzzy. Women's desire to connect with each other and feel stoked and encouraged and warm and fuzzy guys. I don't think we want warm and fuzzy. No, I think you're right. I think sometimes we want a good kick in the backside, (laughs) you know, to get us motivated, to get us going. And, and men are, uh, now there's some things when we're challenged to, to be a little bit more intimate for lack of a better word, Mm. um, to, to share some, maybe some scary feelings, right? Uh, to, to be able to admit that we have weaknesses, um, to be able to admit our desperate need for the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are a little tougher things for men, but but beautiful things and necessary. And this is a safe environment for it. Yeah, that's key. You, you, that, uh, when we were growing up even, to see that other men were praying even, or, or that they were meditating or, or motivated by a speaker. Like That just means a lot to somebody watching. You notice when you go to those, you, you referenced the big conferences down yeah. in Cincinnati, northern mm-hmm. Kentucky region. When you get 200 or 2,000 or, or 20,000 men together singing, oh. what a joyous sound that is. Yeah, I do remember that specifically. So, so you guys have rebranded. Uh, we have. We are now the um, Northwest Area Men's Conference. Mm-hmm. And the reason we've rebranded, I, I guess I could blame on COVID. 
Um, we were operating out of a local parish hall. We were outgrowing that hall. We were doing all our own food preparation um, under the advice of the local pastor. We maybe needed to look at some things to be done in a, in a more uh, safe manner from a standpoint of hygiene. Yeah, I, good, good, good word. Thanks. Yeah. And so we investigated coming to this uh, professional facility. I think they do a lot of wedding, wedding catering um, and entertainment uh, catering events. It's called Roamers. They actually have several facilities throughout the area, but this particular one's in St. Henry, Ohio, and it can seat up to all five or 600 people. Mm -hmm. And they handle all of our food prep, and it's done very professionally, and it's done very well. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the meal. Oh, oh man, wow. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, well, with that potatoes of gratin, uh, you know, a great, <laughs> almost a half a chicken and some great meatloaf. And, we told uh, Deacon Pollo before this that that he better keep us awake because it's you know, this <laughs> afternoon it could be a little yeah, that's, that's the tough time about uh, prayer time after lunch. You yeah. gotta, you need some dynamic speakers. Uh, I, I remember a story. There's a university professor named Scott Hahn who yeah. teaches in Steubenville University, uh, Steubenville, Ohio. And he's doing a tape series of some of his teachings. And, and um, I'm listening to the tape, and the next thing I know is he's saying, don't feel bad, don't feel bad. And, and you got to kind of visualize this because you're only hearing it. And he goes, I'm a college professor. He goes, even some of my best students fall asleep after lunch. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And, and he's a dynamic speaker. Yeah, sometimes his voice is kind of like comforting. He's, he's got a nice deep voice, and it's kind of like, ooh, lull me to sleep. <laughs> Nothing, not to say anything about his content. His content will keep you awake. But listen, uh, Bob, I really appreciate you sharing this background a little bit about the conference. And um, we're going to kind of couple this in the episode that we record or publish with Deacon Pollo and and hopefully, you know, for our listeners, it might be an encouragement even to uh, Protestant listeners to stoke up some some men's conferences yeah. for Christi our Christian brothers That because um, I think it's been fruitful for this area. And I hope going forward that the uh, Northwest Men's Conference will continue to grow also. Well, thank you for putting us on the map a little better. And thank you for the work you do because we're all brothers and sisters in the mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah. And, um, you know, getting out there and fighting that good fight and spreading that gospel message is a Really, uh, we need to all be working together. So thank you. Yeah, amen to that. We got our marching orders, Ben. Let's roll. Thanks for tuning in to the Manhood Restored podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and share. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook at Manhood Restored Podcast. To check out past episodes and show notes, go to manhoodrestored.tv. You can send us feedback and episode ideas to mightymen at manhoodrestored.tv. That's mightymen at manhoodrestored.tv. Be blessed and be brave. Until next time, mighty men of valor. <laughs>